0: Hello, and my name is Pete Rushmer, and I'm your host today of a Half Dozen Things podcast. A Half Dozen Things is a podcast for business owners just like you. Whether you're an underdog hungry for success, or you're already smashing it, but want to continue to level up, we are here each week for you to get insight and learning from the very best in the business. No fluff, no BS, and no self-proclaimed gurus talking about how easy business or life is. Hello, and I'm live, I'm unplanned and unprecedented today for a LinkedIn Live. I thought I fancy it, so why not? And here I am in the snug and um, sharing with you the six key lessons from 2023. So I was reflecting on what 2023 has meant for me as Pete Rushman for the business of Flagship Partners. But what have I learned, right? Because we start to set goals for uh, the following year it's always a good time for reflection in December and sort of start to think about these things and I've been sort of driving around giving out some gifts to some of our fantastic customers and, and clients and popping and seeing them and it's just a really nice time I think in December to take stock of the things that we've achieved and uh, and, and what's gone well and what's not gone so well. So and I was having a bit of a flick through um, the diary for 2023 and thinking about some of the things that have, um, you know, things things that have sort of caught me by surprise and things that have worked well uh, for me to take that forward into next year. Because the thing is, is people go, I've had 10 years experience, but have they had the same year's experience 10 times or have they actually had 10 years of experience? And the key difference is, is that we learn from what we're doing, right? And that creates the experience over time. So, Today, uh, I was thinking about what are the six things because I like six and it's a half dozen things. Uh, goes nicely with the podcast, you know, those kinds of things. And um, I thought, what are they? What can I sort of take forward into next year? And I came up with six. So the first one is performance changes over time. And this can change usually due to the energy required to get the performance. So what do I mean by that? Well. You'll have heard me talking a lot more about the performance trifecta and how direction, skills and energy create performance. Now, what I've noticed this year as a as a season ticket holder for the mighty Manchester United is that our performance has really changed over the period of the year, but largely the team hasn't. So what does that mean? Well, the, the reason behind that is that the the performance changes have occurred because of an energy change. There's clearly an energy change. There might be a slight directional change due to to management, due to the leadership, that may have changed too. But ultimately the performance changes, these players are no less skillful than they have been before. So therefore it's a a mindset and energy type challenge. So, and that's interesting because actually the business, the flagship business, I I can sort of reflect on that into the flagship business and recognize that as a business, our performance has changed over the year. Um, skills have improved. Uh, I think the direction's probably improved, but overall the energy's improved as well because we've cr- fo- really focused on creating a fantastic, tight-knit team of people. And uh, I can see that performance really improving and starting to take effect. So the thing that I'm going to take forward, one, of, the first thing I'm taking forward into next year is performance does change over time and that we can affect that by making sure that we're properly focusing on the three core areas of the performance trifecta, which is around the direction, around the energy, and making sure that the skills are right. Because as we develop and edge forward, all of those three key areas, performance then is multiplied by the three different areas. So gonna be really focusing on that. And then from an energy point of view as well, when it comes to performance, Uh, This year I've learned to do motivational mapping, which has had a massive impact in me understanding how motivation works and how best to motivate people around and uh, to drive that performance forward. So that's the first one, which is a great learning to have taken away. The second is a learning which I took initially from my NLP Master Practitioner training that I did back in February, which was there is no such thing as failure, only feedback. Now, That's a a fantastic presupposition of NLP, which I use quite regularly. Now, we often think that when things go wrong and when things don't work out, that it's failure and that it's terminal and that it's a problem. But actually, it's always a learning opportunity. A bit like you earn or you learn, right? Now, there is no such thing as failure, only feedback. Now, essentially, when things go wrong, it's about the perspective and the view that we take on them. And essentially it's an opportunity then when things do go wrong it's an opportunity to come back better bigger stronger better um than, than than we were previously and that was really highlighted so that was learning from earlier in the year that was then really highlighted on friday because uh, i went to a business club event on friday which is uh, run by my friend paul paul's uh, um <laughs> not Paul. Uh, I think, I don't know why I'm thinking of Paul. I'm thinking of the next next bit, which was the speaker. The speaker was Paul, um, but it's run by Brian. And uh, the speaker was Paul Wright, who um, was absolutely fantastic. Really, really fantastic speaker, um, fantastic entrepreneur and talking about how Ideal Home came into fruition about his career as, a, as an entrepreneur as well. And dealing with some of the adversity that was faced in the process of creating that business and creating that success, you know, from um, flotation on the stock market to losing everything in a fire um, and then having to sort of start again. there, There's very much this ethos around resilience and never giving up. And I think that's so true when it comes to thinking about failure and thinking about the, you know, when things do go wrong, how we respond to that. Is um, is is so vital, and understanding that actually there's an opportunity in every bad thing that happens, in every um, bad bit of business we do, every mistake we make. There is this learning opportunity that can make us even better moving forward, and having that having that mindset and that resilience around the things that go wrong, because there's some pretty catastrophic stuff out there that can happen, and um, you know we need to be able to take that forward to be able to deliver some fantastic outcomes. So um, I I talk about it in the leadership training that I deliver, E plus R equals O. Event is the E. We have no control over the event, but we have our control over the response and how we choose to respond to the event, which then creates the outcome. So ultimately we do have this opportunity to be able to uh, fail forward, to be able to overcome our challenges. So that's that's the second key area. Hi, it's Pete from Flagship Partners. We're proud to sponsor a Half Dozen Things podcast. Flagship Partners help their clients become safer, greener, and greater through a range of consultancy and training services. We offer audits through to risk assessments, contracts through to support with managing your culture, all the way from mandatory training through to management training as well. So if you need any support, please do get in touch with Flagship Partners today. Uh, The third one is... That cheap job or favour is often never worth it. Uh, that was a key learning this year, which has been a bit of a challenge where you try to be very helpful and you do something that potentially doesn't align with your usual day-to-day things. It might be something that's just outside of your normal normal remit of the things that you carry out, but because you're doing somebody a favour, you're wanting to help somebody out, um, that that favour often turns out not to be worth it and um that can be when you're volunteering you know when you're doing something giving away some time it's important to make sure that it feels right that you're doing it because if it doesn't then um it might not be the right thing that you're doing so that's something that I've learned to take away that's probably a bit cryptic but um I I don't mean it to be but there's a few things that have happened this year where I've I've given very freely of my time and um uh ended up getting burnt so uh there's a real learning from there um that i I need to make sure that when it doesn't you know essentially if it doesn't feel right at the time i need to listen to that um so take from that what you will um when you when you listen to me talking but maybe there's that thing that you're thinking about doing and you're not too sure about it and you're really really not certain it doesn't sit quite right but you feel like it's your duty that's potentially a time for you to think am i doing the right thing should i maybe not do this is there going to be a negative impact for people if i don't because ultimately this thing that i'm talking about you know the the cheap job and the favor that you do for other people that i could have just said no and that's that's the key learning really is that i could have just said no and no would have been a fine answer um but sometimes we like to please people we like to help we like to be helpful and i'm not saying don't be helpful i'm saying that sometimes if no's are a correct answer because it doesn't feel right to say yes then sometimes that's a good thing to do cool uh number four then number four so um this is a more positive one support people as best you can as you never know when you you may need them or they, they you know they may they may come really good for you um there's been certainly a couple of times this year where again this time I've given given freely and and helped support things that people around me are doing. And I've been really pleased and happy to do that because it's felt like the right thing to do. It's felt really great to do it. And what's happened is, is the good karma, the good energy that's come from doing that thing has come back to me and helped, you know, help support some of the stuff I'm doing, which is absolutely fantastic. And that really does um, re-embed the importance of working together with other people and helping collaborate with others, helping support the things they're doing, so that they can then in turn help support you, um, because that is the the you know how the world goes around. So I'm going to be doing much more of that next year, looking to support people. So please do get in touch if you've got stuff happening, got events happening that I can help support. That'd be fantastic to to be able to work with you and and, and move forward with those uh the fifth learning which is really important for me this year is about that investment in yourself is always the most important investment you'll make. So this year lots of investment um've I've done some training myself I did my NLP master practitioner done expert speaker course. Um, and motivational maps and timeline therapy as well. So lots and lots of investment in my personal development, which had a massive impact on the good work that I've been able to do, some of the things that I've been working on, some of the projects and client work that I've been able to do, which has been really exciting, really challenging, and uh, really motivating as well as uh, as I look into next year. So definitely, definitely, you know, I'm starting to think about what I can do to invest in myself next year. Um, what are you going to do to invest in yourself next year it's absolutely um, a fantastic time and opportunity to to get investing in yourself there's so many good development opportunities if you want to have a chat with me about some of the stuff i've done or some of the stuff i can help with as well it's so good to be able to get that clarity to be able to get that skill set to be able to know in the direction that you're heading in and help help support and promote that um for, for 2024 as well so That is the fifth thing that really helped benefit me um, this year. And uh, investment is so important when we look to invest in ourselves. The sixth one, if you excuse me whilst I had a drink of water, was setting towards goals. So those of you that haven't done NLP, this might sound a bit of a strange thing, right? But there's such a thing as an away from goal and a toward goal. I don't know why that went that way to that way. It could have gone from that way to that way. But um Setting towards goals. So, And what do I mean by that? So a really good example to put this into context is that this year I set a goal to lose some weight, which I was really pleased about because I lost 20 kilos. Uh, I aimed to try and do it by August, and I set a goal, and it was what that is called an away from goal, right? Because I wanted to lose something. I wanted to lose 20 kilos. And what happens when you set away from goals, as you start to get closer and closer to the goal, it's likely that you become you become less motivated to achieve the goal because you've, your results have got closer to it. What happens is you you sort of then end up sort of falling back a little bit. What I mean by that is that when I was 120 kilos originally earlier in the year, I decided I was going to lose the weight and get down to 100 kilos. I managed to do that around August time, right in time for going on holiday and i've just seen a comment come in i hope it's something nice perfect yes just the man beris couldn't agree more great time of year to reflect on the year and then invest in yourself you never fail to return on investments made in yourself that's absolutely true beris thank you for listening um so setting you, you resonate with this one as well if you're still watching which is setting towards goals so i set an away from goal which uh, i was reflecting on that uh, meant that I wanted to lose weight, I wanted to achieve 100 kilos, and I achieved the goal, but the challenge was, was that I started to feel quite comfortable because I felt really good that I'd achieved the goal, and that's fantastic, but that becomes really challenging to then sustain because what's the goal then? And what happens is is the, 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 the negative, the eating habits or the challenges that I faced before means that I started to creep back towards where I'd come from, and that's what happens, that's the sneaky psychological thing about going away from, so if you're thinking of setting a New Year's resolution around I'm going to lose 20 kilos next year, or you might be five kilos or whatever it's going to be. The first thing is, the first mistake people make actually is that um, the, 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 <laughs> the first mistake that people make is that they start to think about um, a, a goal and go, I'm going to lose some weight, right? And then they don't actually set an amount or anything like that. So that's one of the first things is actually making sure that it's something really specific that we want. But the next sneaky thing about a goal is setting a towards goal. So rather than wanting to lose weight, maybe it should be around the habit around going to the gym five times a week and I'm going to improve my body fat percentage to 20%. And what that means is, is that I've got this opportunity to be able to go towards something. And uh, as I start to achieve it, I can increase, increase the goal and move the goal forwards in that sense. So setting a towards goal means that it's further in the future. It's something that we can strive towards and start to really sort of work, work forwards with. So um, certainly next year. I ask you what goals are you going to be setting and what resolutions are you going to be setting in the new year? You might not want to tell me publicly, but drop me a message. It'd be great to hear from you. Um, And I can help hold you accountable because one of the things I learned this year was that accountability towards those goals, as well as an investment in ourselves, uh, having some accountability, having someone to report into, is obviously, absolutely vital as well. So, those are my six key lessons from 2023. What are yours? I'd be fun, you know, it'd be fantastic to hear from you and see what you think for yours. Um, so please do get in touch, and um, I look forward to 2024 and hearing about all the excellent um, results that uh, people in my network are going to be getting in the coming year. Uh, I hope this has been helpful, and uh, I'll see you on the next one. I really hope you loved today's episode. And if you did, please make sure you subscribe and listen out for future episodes too. Please do share it across your social media channels. We hope to reach more and help more people. If you want to find out more about me, my name's Pete Rushmer. You'll find me across any social media channel and my business, Flagship Partners. And we're your partners in success across your business. Thank you. See you again soon.